Morning, y'all. <laughs> Folks, welcome back to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. Hosted by the Turkey Boys, Ryan Eckner, and Scott Sweeney. I'm having issues with my pop screen. Tonight, uh, the role of Ryan Eckner is being played by Country Beef. A new. Uh, hey, y'all, <laughs> come on down to Country Beefs. You should bring back Hank the Cowboy. I need of. Hank back, actually. That's a good account. Yeah, I saw his... Hank the Cowboy 69. Yeah. Give him an Instagram follow, fans. He's a... Uh... He's a friend of the show. They deleted that filter off of Snapchat, so I have to find it somewhere else. Yeah. Because I need it to do the voice. I'm in on you being unironically a country fan now. Huge country guy. This is John Party with heartache medication. I think that's one of the hackier things when people are like, I like any type of music except country. That's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Kid's forcing himself into a genre. It's great. Just to be chill. I like it. How are you doing with toilet paper? <laughs> Not great. Can I get a roll? You can. Folks. Yeah, folks, we're, if, you're, if you're running out of toilet paper, let me know. I got you. 15 bucks a roll. Yes. Hoops gets 12 bucks a roll because he's got family and friends prices. Thanks, kid. But yeah, we're happy to still be here, alive and well. This is our 60th episode, Spectacular. And uh, we're still doing the show live, but we're both wearing Bane masks. So we're being safe and everything's going to be You fine. may ask yourself, <laughs> why are you Superman before throwing him out of a plane? Could be very dangerous. For you. <laughs> He's in. Oh, the Bane voice is back. For like the fourteenth time. Yes. Um, we should get masks though to wear while doing the show. That could be fun. Like maybe I get a scream mask. You get like mm. a Michael Myers mask. Like a a mask that has no effect whatsoever against the virus. Yeah. Or we Safe. S- we sneak a N95 mask in under it. I saw a lady at the grocery store covering her nose and mouth with her jacket, and oh. I felt like saying, "Lady, you just look like an asshole." Yeah, when you start doing moves like that, and then your jacket like brushes up against the door on your way out like it's you know it doesn't work i actually read an article that said the masks are giving people like a false sense of security that gets them to touch their face and mouth more so they're actually worse and most of them aren't even effective in terms of the virus not coming right through i buy that that sounds like something i'm a little tired of seeing the masks yeah it's like okay pal i mean i never tire of seeing the mask (laughs) the jim carrey movie i'll tell you that right now (laughs) How dare you give me crickets on that fucking... But yeah, the the pandemic roars on. The real tragedy coming out of this is the content. I don't know if you've noticed, almost every celebrity has joined TikTok. I know you're a big TikTok guy. I'm not. I had to delete it. It stinks. Okay. It's It's a huge time suck. I like this. For whatever reason, it's addictive. And it's like you can't shut it off. And I found myself... Hmm. I just felt like I was losing my goddamn mind watching <laughs> all these videos, staying up later than I wanted to. And I've there heard a few go. people complain about the same thing. So I love this. I'm just, I'm just good. Like yeah. I don't, no more TikTok. It's well, over. It's good because Mark Wahlberg just joined. So. Kill me. How you doing? I'm keeping things fun and topical over here on Wall Street. I made a TikTok of me beating up minorities while Good Vibrations plays in the background. <laughs> Why did you do that, Scotty? And, uh, yeah, still waiting to hear about Wall Street. That hasn't officially been shelved, but, uh, I mean, the government's working on a bailout for Wall Street, like, stock-wise. I hope they consider one for the Mark Wahlberg reality show also. Maybe, like, a $200 million one. Mm. <laughs> he loves it. I need $300 million for Ankfit. Mm. So if, if anybody is friends with anybody... Uh, in the big house, or the White House, rather, like perhaps Donald Trump himself. I'd one like in the same. Down. It's one in the same these days, folks. I would love to be able to explain my need for this two hundred million and just see, you know, mm. when they could set me but up. But nobody builds walls better than me. Believe me. I also saw Amazon Prime is delaying shipments on non-essential items like movies for up to a month during this uh, crisis. And it's like, what if I need an emergency turkey? I mean, mm. what are we to do? It's crazy. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I don't even, like, ever buy physical media anymore, but still, it's... <laughs> the thought, it's startling. Yeah, that's, that's lousy. 
And speaking of physical media, the last blockbuster on Earth, which is located in Bend, Oregon, they were about to close for business the other day, but uh, today they started offering curbside takeaway for movies. You can go to Blockbuster and... Uh, Are they sanitizing these discs, or...? I assume. I assume they have, like, a process. Ugh. But I'm glad the last Blockbuster is finding a way to survive in these fucked Agreed. up times. Isn't it kind of funny that... Um for years and years, we would just rent movies over and over again and bring mm. them into our homes and put them into our machines. And and it's like nobody even thought, like, what if you're renting, like, wild things and 14 creepy, you know, middle-aged men mm. pleasured themselves to it and then put it away? That's a good and point. And, like, you're just, there's just germs all over everything. Yeah. Something, the whole world is going to change now. Yeah, something like this makes you think about how much how many things you touch and how often yeah. and it's just like gross well think though there'll, there'll be times where I, and my mind has kind of always worked like this and people have always teased me for it just being a little mm. obsessive and nuts yeah but there'll be times where like i'll go to the grocery store and then i'll go to work out and then i'll go to a yo- whatever like yoga like and i'll do like 14 things mm. and for whatever reason i just won't have washed my hands yeah. And then I'll be eating something with my hands and then it'll hit me and I'll go, holy shit. Yeah. I just did like five things with mm. no hand wash and now my hands are directly in my mouth. That sinking feeling when you're like, right. oh, it's too late. It's done. It's over. It's- and then you wash your hands, but you know, you know what you've done. Yeah. Fuck you, mom. I have fucking AIDS. But yeah, if you want to follow, they're a good follow on Instagram, uh, the last Blockbuster. Their account is Blockbuster Bend, one word. And we were talking about a few shows ago. Woody Allen's memoir got shelved. What, what do you mean? I'm so controversial. I'm, I'm a pariah. The, uh, but it's been released. He found a, a publisher that had no problem with his supposed nonsense. And they released it. It's out now. Good shows. One might say it's the perfect apocalypse read for, mm. for these times. Yeah, why not, right? Everybody's doing whatever the fuck they want. And there's no way around it. I'm going to read this thing eventually. I'm sorry, folks. I just... It's about, like, his whole life behind the scenes of, like, all these turkeys. He made, you know, like, 45 movies. I need that... I need that juicy behind-the-scenes stuff. But they also said this book goes into him and Sunyi's relationship. He said, quote, We couldn't keep our hands off each other. Ugh. Yuck. (laughs) <laughs> she is not worth committing a crime for. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen her. She's a little plain. I mean, this is no? this is the love story we need right now. Agreed, yeah. Woody Allen talking about falling in love with his former adopted daughter. And what a creepy lizard person he is. Yeah. Uh, what? What do you mean? But yeah, I thought that was outrageous. And speaking of books, Lena Dunham has a new novel that she's been releasing one chapter at a time on Vogue.com. What's it called? Uh, Lardass the Book? <laughs> wow. The uh, She's releasing this in like an unorthodox, choose-your-own-adventure type fashion. Like one stupid fucking problem? <laughs> I had a feeling she was going to get that drop. <laughs> How did you know? I could see you like edging your way through, like waiting to not get stepped on. Yeah, yeah. But, this is uh, what it's like to have a good show, folks. It's sort of just like mind reading. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my hand sanitizer now. You can hear it on the air. But yeah, Here, she's doing it one chapter little, at a time and you don't can vote on what happens, folks. It's got hemp mm-hmm. in it. Including, I think we should vote. That's a that cute she, idea. Yeah. Sorry, I stepped on your joke. Go ahead. No, Do I was it just going to say, let's vote on uh, her stopping. I don't know. Yeah, You, uh, you completely fucked I me up. I really annihilated <laughs> you there. I'm sorry. Jesus you can act like a man! The... But yeah, good for her. I don't hate her as much as most people do. I, I don't either, actually. I think little furn- or tiny furniture and girls and like a lot of her content is outstanding. I think she just sort of has an annoying personality, and I hate when she has her opinions. Yeah. But as an actress and as a director and a writer, I think she's super talented, and yeah. I, I get a kick out of her. Girls had an awful final season, and especially final episodes. Disagree. But, I mean, the first like three seasons or so, great stuff. Mm. Hannah? Hannah? <clears throat> Ghouls. <laughs> Ghouls. Uh, so folks, Kenny Rogers is dead. Folks, I am still working on my Adam Driver voice. It'll get better. Stick with us. But yes, Kenny Rogers. Kenny died. Rogers, friend Rest of the show, peace. is deceased. He, he knew he, when he actually got the coronavirus in his penis. Oh, <laughs> that was the uh, the cause of death. 
He really knew when to fold them, huh, folks? Bet you haven't heard anyone make that joke yet. Tuss. <laughs> Tuss. But, uh, he has some cuts. What was that Cartman song? This one. You, oh, this is that this one? This is it. You just gotta wait for the chorus. Lucille. Yeah. You picked a fantastic. This works in with country beef. It sure does. This is, uh... This whole episode's coming together really seamlessly. <laughs> it's really smooth. Oh, yeah. My voice is sexy today, too. I have a little bit of corona going on. I mean, I didn't want to say it. <clears throat> Stop making jokes about it. It's really insensitive. We are the virus. Bye! Have you noticed all, like, the douchiest people are saying we are the virus? <laughs> have you caught that? I haven't heard that once. Oh, I'm using it as ironically. It's my new live, laugh, love. Like, I'm really leaning into wow. it. Blessed. Hashtag blessed. I've seen someone post, like... A picture of the word virus, but with V-I-R crossed out, so it's just us. Oh, and it's God. like, okay. It was Halsey, I, wasn't it? I remember seeing someone making fun of that. I think it was actually Sia. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, same thing. It was a different... Is uh, Sia a dude? No. You sure? <laughs> Is she a they? Is she a I honestly, they? I'm so not I, up on the times I think she's this. just an older woman. All right, here's your chorus. Yeah. Yeah. It's better when Carmen sings it, but this is a jam. Yeah, I like this song too, it's nice. Alright everybody, Kenny Rogers, he kicked it. I mean, speaking of music, Gonzo. folks, did you hear uh, Bob Dylan's new song? Yo, me with this! He released his first new song in eight years, and it's a 17-minute song about mm. the assassination of JFK. Mm. Just what everyone was clamoring for. Yeah, I don't understand how nobody else is gone ahead and made that a song about that before it's such an interesting you know lyric from a lyrical standpoint and he's like talk singing through it oh. this is he's like an old man at this point so he barely sings anymore so and he's like walking you through like what happened he's like and that day in el paso texas or wherever it happened i thought he was dead i mean he seems like he's getting there i wish Especially it was bob from- dylan's head who that got blown off instead of jfk and he probably would have def- <laughs> Had a much better, you know, time in the 60s. Especially from the sounds of his vocals in this song. He sounds like he's, I don't know, out to lunch, but... How's Jacob Dylan doing? <laughs> I mean, he needs a new hit single. Mm. Two headlights, maybe. He's been... should get in touch with the wallflowers. Suck you, Jimmy Buffett! But yeah, Fuck it's like... Suck. It's funny just Bob Dylan-wise. Like, only he could get away with even releasing something like that. Anyone else, they'd right, be like, like oh, yeah, yeah, right. They'd be like, we're not even going to waste the time recording this. Like, no. <laughs> and also music-wise, we're all... Music episode, really. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to the new Childish Gambino, which is uh, Donald Glover's music persona for people who aren't as uh, cool as us. Don't know about this sidecar. Probably the most boring album I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Yeah, he stinks, and I don't like him. He has one good song called um, Heartbreak. Or yes, Heart- that's a cut. Is it Heartbreak? Yeah, I know. That ex- that's Heartbeat. Like the cut. Heartbeat. Yeah. Yep. That's a fucking great song. And then like the rest of his songs are just sort of silly and dumb. Well, I like the songs like that when he used to rap. Now he just does like weird, boring R&B songs. Like every song he does, it sounds like the same thing. It's just like him just like really chilled out and I don't know. He tries so hard to be cool and like distance himself from his community persona when he was like funny. But uh, I mean, I like Atlanta. Look forward yeah, to that coming I, back. Did you see that it got pushed again? Oh, yeah. well, yeah, 2022, they're going to start filming it. I didn't hear that. It was already That's... well. It was already supposed to be filmed in 2000, the end of this year, and then aired in the beginning of next year. <laughs> and now they're not filming it till next year, and it won't air till the following year. So that show's done. So that show, <laughs> anybody thinking that you can take that big of a fucking hiatus and then just roar back in when you feel like it, that's to me, that's insanity. Yeah, that's cool guy stuff. Possibly too cool. Speaking of cool guys, you, were, you sent a thing about Chris Evans, that new Apple Plus show where he's playing like a, a lawyer with a family or something. What do you like about it? Yeah, I can't wait to shut that off. <laughs> I, I mean, like Chris Evans, too. He's definitely a, a friend of the show. But. Yeah. He played Captain America for like 10 years and is finally done. He could presumably do anything he wants. He has a blank check, as they say in Hollywood, to like mm. do whatever. And he's cashing that blank check to do 
an Apple Plus drama series that's based on some legal thriller. It's like, okay. Whatever, okay. Whatever makes you happy. He's also from around here, so he's he's definitely a Sudbury friend of the show. Mass, actually. Yeah, he's a friend of the show. Kid. Um, and also, speak. sorry, but these all just keep leading into each other. Speaking of Sudbury, those turkeys and the bean that we keep mentioning. Get a boy. Parsons has been uh, sending stuff to the Turkey Boys Twitter account. I've been uh, retweeting it as such. Thank you, Sean. And, yeah, there's turkeys, like, roaming around the streets of Boston in, like, en masse or whatever you say. It's, like, becoming a problem. There's turkeys everywhere. I think it's no accident. Or no coincidence. I think there's something going on. And it's all leading here. To us. To the you show. You think this is sort of like a premonition or not the wrong yes. word I'm looking for, but it's like an ominous thing with these turkeys yeah, it's milling like, about. It's like it follows. Mm. And the turkeys are following us or maybe we're following them. It's undecided. You don't think moment. it's like a sign of the apocalypse? That too. That these yeah. like suburban... <laughs> country animals are just roaming around <laughs> in a major metropolis it's a good point i think it's a terrible sign to be honest yeah pretty soon boston's gonna be like i am legend with everything's basically des- deserted the only people left alive will be us and a bunch of turkeys oh. scouring the landscape do you watch that final episode Go of curb i did it was good it was a good season in general i would say a few laughs yeah. a couple of burgers mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Is it going to be the series finale? That's what I wonder. Is it over? Is it done? LD has famously said he's never going to do another proper series finale again because everyone famously hates the right. Seinfeld finale. So, I mean, this could be. I mean, the show it surprise, uh, surprisingly came back this time. So every time it comes back, it's a nice surprise. So you just got to roll with it. Appreciate it while it's around. But uh, I saw a story, things are turning around so much in China that they started reopening movie theaters, but people obviously aren't going as much because they're, you know, a little concerned. Well, yeah. About things. I think I'm out on movie theaters for a little while. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Even, you know, no matter how this shakes out. I've basically, in the last, I don't know, full, it's, I've been quarantined, quote unquote, not near... You're the closest I've been to anybody that isn't Lucy in over a week now. Mm. I guess last Friday I had a couple clients in the morning, so it's been a full week of no contact. And Mm. like, even me, I feel like I'm late to the party. A lot of people have, I don't know. And even you and me, we're still five feet apart here. But yeah, the, and then there's a follow-up that I saw like right before we started here. China has re-shuttered their movie theater theaters amidst fears of a second outbreak like so they jumped the gun they're like okay we're good and then i guess things are going bad again over there people started getting sick again with the coronavirus or with yeah or there's fears of a second outbreak i, I just wrote down the headline that's it's all not i, I should okay, you should have read the whole thing yeah, yeah that's scary <laughs> because it's like is it is it another virus is it cyrus the virus is it but yeah i thought it was funny because they plan to release all four Avengers movies and Avatar just to like get people to go to the movies again. Oh. And I was like, oh, or someone online mentioned if Avatar made over seven million dollars in this theatrical run, it would put it back in number one, like over Avengers Endgame, which is like James Cameron probably orchestrated all this <laughs> just to get back on top. Could be. He's not buying it. Mm, yeah that's clever i guess but i mean i'm sure i wonder how much he actually is invested in those numbers like he just was like you know because i mean he was the number one guy for yeah. what 20 years i'm sure because it was titanic and then right into avatar no, i'm sure he doesn't actually care i mean he still has the number two and number three highest grossing movies of all time so that's nothing to sneeze at yeah he's a good one and we got some more. Folks, if you're looking for something spicy to watch while staying inside, Pornhub Premium is now free. <laughs> we can, uh, I think if you just go to the website, you don't even need to like put in any information. It's just like a... Uh, yeah, you got to fill it out. They know. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I may or may not have done <laughs> it. How do you know this? Uh... Boy, are you sick? <laughs> but this applies to our program because porn is movies 
of people having sex. Mm, that's true. Just to remind the fact. Blow your father with that mouth? <laughs> and one of the great genres, if you ask me. I mean, I'm a fan. Hank's texting. No, no, no. All right, all right. You got me. Got him. Every time you catch me, I got to toss my phone. <laughs> He's back. Lucy was talking to me. We got, uh, I have a big reveal. Uh, Lucy and I are working on a project. Oh. Next week, I will reveal it on the show hey for everybody. Now. Project. Mm-hmm. Sounds very open-ended. Big Interesting. reveal. Okay. Folks, look forward to that reveal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, uh, what do we got here? George Miller says after he finishes his current project, he's going to work on a Mad Max Fury Road follow-up. That I'm excited about. That focuses on Charlize Theron's Furiosa character. I was trying to think of a line from the movie, and I can't. But (laughs) if you haven't watched it, Mad Max Fury Road with Charlize Theron is, in my opinion, one of the best. We did this in our year-end. What a lovely day. Our decade-end, whatever. It's one of the best movies of the year. It's a masterpiece. Every time I watch it, like, just, there's no fat on it, just cover to cover. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Great. Classic mumbling Tom Hardy. He even has something over his mouth to make the mumbling even more accentuated. (laughs) Yes, I do. It's my thing. Did you see those nude photos of Madonna while we were uh, on the subject? I did see those. What'd you think? She was like... Speaking of women and masturbation and all that. She looks weird these days. Yeah, she looks like somebody sewed her face closed. <laughs> she has like a paper mache kind yeah, of face. It's, it's all kinda, mushy. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah, like somebody put Michelle Pfeiffer into a, an incinerator and she just... <laughs> yeah. But yeah... I saw the video online of her in her tub singing along to... She was doing a parody of one of her own songs. Doing like... Is that funny? No. Especially the way she did it. She was singing Vogue, but going like, Fried fish, I'm eating fried fish. And like a bunch of stuff. And it was funny because Weird Al... uh, Yeah, Weird Al Yankovic. People remember him. Friend of the show. He still exists. He quote tweeted this video and then just wrote like not so easy huh like, like doing song parodies it's like, not yeah it we really... try to come up with bits like that all the time on the spot and yeah and i thought that was great. very hard but yeah she's in her bathtub crying about how covid19 doesn't care about how rich you are it's like why are you posting this what are you doing dear i don't know about that madonna I, I support her in all her endeavors, but Jesus Christ. A lot of the celebrity content. A lot of, of celebrities is just getting like, the coronavirus. Oof. Speaking of Jackson Brown, the musician, Prince Charles, the prince, and Colton Underwood of Bachelor fame yep. all have the coronavirus now. Idris Elba? Yep. I it's, thought it's, animals it's, couldn't get it. He was in Cats. Uh, yeah, I fucked it up. Boy. Doesn't really make sense. <laughs> Give me you the crickets. Have said I cats couldn't get it. <laughs> Give me the crickets. <laughs> But yeah, Harvey Weinstein also has coronavirus. Did we bit that already? We I feel like did we not, actually. We really, I don't know how we, I didn't put it in my notes. I'm glad you remember that. Please. please. Guess what? Conspiracy theory, Scotty. I feel like. Ooh, let's go deep down this rabbit hole. I'm here for it. I feel like maybe he doesn't have it. Seems a little convenient. I agree. I bet he just like, all of a sudden they're like, Harvey Weinstein died from corona and disappears just like Jeffrey Epstein. Huh, folks? Dun, dun, dun. Conspiracy theory, no, Scotty. I don't, I don't hate that. Don't no. your friendship with me for five minutes. I just think it would be like a fun angle. And also, Bits Something is, bad's going to happen to him in the next year. He knows too much. Bits, the Illuminati's going to get him. Yeah. And bits aside, why is he getting a corona test? Isn't he in jail? Like, who cares if he has corona? Well, that's the thing. There, like, I read an article in the Washington Post that the, a big issue is that because of the close proximity of these people in jails, it's impossible to sequester them. So mm. the, there is coronavirus rampant in, in most prisons just because, like, if it gets to one person, it's just whoosh. It just upset me. It's like... I, it, I agree. All famous people are seeming to just grab the test whenever they feel like it. And mm. Where are you sick? <laughs> I wonder if Nick Cage will get it. He don't, seems like he might. Don't. <laughs> you, you, don't you don't even want to think about That's it? That's unthinkable. Don't even do that to me. Don't don't you do it. Uh, do you notice that Ariana Grande has a new boyfriend? <laughs> he is a real estate agent, Dalton Gomez. Luxury, wow. luxury real estate. That's a cool guy name. 
He Dalton doesn't seem like a cool guy. He seems like a douche. I mean, dating Ariana Grande will make you pretty cool pretty Isn't quick. Isn't she uh, bipolar? Like, she has some sort of a personality disorder, right? I don't know. She fucking bisexual, bro? Fucking... I'm sorry, fucking, what? What? I didn't hear anything either. I thought you said something. Oh, okay, no. That must have been some other podcast. Uh, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't... She's boring. Her music's pretty boring. Yeah, she doesn't have... Boring. I get down with some of these snoozy, babe, yeah. top 40 cuts. Me too. Hers are not really grabbing me yeah, or wowing me. Doesn't do much for me. That's all the... New- oh, wait, I have one more. The Circle and Love is Blind, the dating shows on Netflix, which Ooh. are seemingly more applicable than ever given the social distancing bullshit. Mm. They both got renewed for second seasons by Netflix. Ooh. Loved Love is Blind, hated The Circle. I don't know if you've watched both, but... I actually... I avoided The Circle because you... Yeah, it's just, bad. Real bad. But I did watch the first episode of... What's the other one? Love is Blind. Love is Blind. That's the one with the 98 Degrees because guy? Because I think what my friend is trying to say is the true love is blind. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba. Granny shifting, not double clutching like you should. <laughs> That's the one hosted by... Nick Lachey from yes. 98 Degrees and his wife, Vanessa. Yes. Who I believe used to be uh, the third mic on the Enough podcast. Oh, yeah. The famous podcast. We fired her mm-hmm. because uh, she just really wasn't adding much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I watched one episode. It was decent. It didn't... It, there's something about it. Keep it going. Yeah. You'll l- get into it. Like The Bachelor, it's only watchable if it has like some wacky characters who are like annoying or funny enough to be like, okay, I'll watch to see how this gets weird. I'll right, see you want to see out. the problems unfold. Yeah. And also, you were talking recently about getting a new tattoo, possibly a Sopranos tattoo. Um. Yeah. There's there's talk of it. I'm not. Dis- I'm way up in the air. I, I know when all this is said and done. Mm. One thing, guys, and I'm, this is the little PSA. Ooh. There's a lot of really good tattoo artists out there. I've plugged mine on the air numerous times. Mike Coleman. Uh, Mike Coleman tattoo on Instagram. Ah. He's one of them. Steve Walters tattoo is another I could keep going for three hours with a bunch of them but I it's the tattoo industry due to coronavirus a lot of these guys are making good money but like they don't have you know they're not set up with health insurance and 401ks and you know paid leave and and it's hard for them to qualify for unemployment because of the way that their pay is structured so a lot of these people are getting really screwed so when you can if you have the money, you can buy gift certificates or put down deposits for future tattoos. Or just mm. for me, I'm just going to get out there and, you know, do what I was planning on doing quicker. Because oh. it, to me, it's 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 little stuff. Like I'm a small business owner myself, and luckily I have very low overhead. But I mean, if you own a tattoo shop anywhere near Boston, or you're, you, I don't care what crappy neighborhood it is, it's going to be very expensive. And, mm. I read an article today in Vice about a woman who owns two tattoo shops in California. She had to lay off 20 people and none of them can... She said, at most, the, the, like, one of the guys was like, yeah, I can handle it for like two months, but that's it. And I mean, this might be a lot longer than that. So, mm. I mean, who's going to jump in and get a tattoo during the coronavirus? Yeah. But um, I was thinking we could maybe make it like a fun contest. People want to like vote oh. on, on a... A particular Sopranos tattoo or anything something like but that. Janice or the <laughs> therapist, and I'm in. I would get a Carmela Soprano tattoo. What if you got the the Janice Rolling Stones lips? Oh, on my chest, yes. like on, like it was on Janice's breast. Yes, he gets. No, it. thank you. I don't know how many people would get the irony of that, but that'd be a great deep track tattoo well, that you, you could reveal. Just be like, check this out. I think James Gandolfini's tattoos on the show are real what because the fuck? they look muddy and old enough that they don't look. Because a lot of times when you see in movie tat, like like when you look at a character in a movie with a bunch of fake tattoos, like Justin Timberlake and Alpha Dog or something, yeah. like you can look at them and go, those aren't real because mm. they look like just drawn on and sharpie. Yeah, but, you know his tattoo looks like shit. So I think that would lead me to believe that it was done and done poorly in like the 80s and it just sort of fell off. That actually just reminded me of uh, the Ben Affleck movie The Way Back, which we'll be reviewing later in the program. Looking forward to it. Watching that, I think those were his real tattoos. Like there's a few scenes where he's wearing a short sleeve shirt mm. and, and I was like, I was like, those seem real. I, th- I know, you know he has he a has... full back yeah. piece. <laughs> I'm not sure about the arms. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they added a few. Yeah. This is probably Googleable, but it is a fairly new film considering it came out Tuesday. 
But yeah, let's get into a little TV, guys, before we take our break here. Ozark Season 3 oh my god, on Netflix today. Today. Folks, if you're not watching Ozark, it's a great show. You're missing out. Incredible Season 1, kind of spotty Season 2. I'm back in big time. This premiere Season 3 was a hot ep. I only got to watch the first one because it just came out today. But I loved it. How much did you just watch the yeah, first one Yeah, 10 also? out of 10. I started the second one, but then I paused it because I figured we could watch a few episodes after the show. Ba-ba-ba, sounds like a treat. But yeah, the they started with some brutal violence. I knew that would bring you oh, right yeah. back in. That There's like a, a throat slit and then some, some yeah. like decapitation stuff. It's not a main important thing, so that's not a spoiler yeah. really, but it's very, very good. But yeah, the... Really good. Got a good feeling about this season. Yeah, I it it already I have a better feeling about it than season two, and I liked season two, but season one is the season so far. So if it's better than season one, I'm going to be recommending this show to everyone again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been watching the. Uh, I like Joseph Sikora being added in as well. The guy from Power. Oh yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> I was thinking, how do I know that? Oh, it's from you, you, know, you talking about is. Power. <laughs> you know who he is. You can't wait to get in there. All right, what were we gonna say? The I've been watching the hot new Netflix documentary Tiger King, oh, which is uh, you know it's it's number one. It's the big like buzzy doc that's, of the unfortunately, moment. Unfortunately, it's in my shuts, but we can have a little bit of an argument about it for fun. Yeah, I mean, I get shutting it. It's kind of like middle loaded. Like it gets really good in like episode Hate two, three, four, and but you know. This is a, a documentary about a rivalry between these two camps of like lunatic meth head big cat owners in Florida, in Fl- or I guess everywhere people can just own leopards or tigers as pets. How it's, is that allowed? Yeah, that's legal for some reason, which doesn't seem like it should be. But this doc is just populated with such insane sidecars the main guy is this guy named joe exotic who reminded me of the oh no (laughs) guy from family guy like he is he's like a live action version of that guy that's funny it's unbelievable oh wow that's perfect and he's just such a like overly confident like weird he's like a gay david brent from the office meets joe dirt type guy yeah, that guy almost kept me watching, but I just I don't like seeing the animals in the cages. I'm not like a vegan or anything, but just I didn't like that. Yeah, they shouldn't. Those big tigers, like let them hang out outdoors. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And the woman she's he's battling is this woman Carol, who people think murdered her husband. And they're all like, her husband's buried in the septic tank out back. I know it. I know it for sure. And it's just, she's slightly more animal rights, but it's like, you still own a camp, and you're still keeping them here. They just have, like, slightly more room, and she doesn't pay her employees. There's there's a lot going on in this documentary. They, just, they work for free, for nothing? Yeah, because it's under the guise of, like, saving these tigers' lives. Oh. It's, I don't know. It's a whole thing. Did you ever see that movie, The Hangover, when, like, the tiger is in the hotel room? Kid, that was so fucking funny. Oh, peace and love. Peace but yeah, not all documentaries are like this, but I watched this one just like laughing at every single person in it. None of them are sympathetic or relatable. You can just watch it and laugh at the fact that these people exist. All right. It's you may have sold me. me back in on this, but yeah. I saw the tigers getting put into cages. Lucy suggested we watch it, and I, I had already started it without her, and I was like, you hate animals in cages. It's going to upset you. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to watch that now. It has a lot of great twists. Like, every episode ends with a twist where it's like, I, I got to keep watching now, like, <sighs> after that ridiculous reveal. And as we've discussed, some documentaries are too long. This one's seven, like, 45-minute episodes. Could have maybe been a bit tighter, but I don't know. Once you get into it, it's like, ah, I could watch this all day. Especially when you're quarantined. Just get into yeah, it. What the if fuck it else are we going to do? I, when we get to our shut segment, it's like a mile long. Speaking of which, I think we're there, friend. Ooh, all right, all the, right. Uh, I'll go real quick. I know you got a bunch. I shut off Grand Isle. What's that? The latest Nicolas Cage straight-to-streaming really turkey. Which I rented this because it was ninety nine cents. Um, oh, you were saying should I rent this, and then I, you did, and you shut it. Okay, I pulled the sense. trigger. It was bad, huh? <laughs> yes. This stars Nicolas Cage and Kelsey Grammer, and I was like, this will be funny. I'll get some like, 
I, I want to just get like a picture of them sharing the screen together. It's like this is beautiful, but do they even? I didn't get that far. Like five minutes in, this is one of those movies where like you can tell they didn't have any budget whatsoever, and like the movie, it's like embarrassing to look at. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it even for bit's sake. And Cage is wearing like kind of a funny wig, and I saw enough of Kelsey Grammer to see that he plays a detective, which I wasn't buying, but was no. amusing me. Him just like, hello, I'm Detective Crane. <laughs> Where's my sherry? <laughs> He's just Frazier. He can't be anyone but Frazier. Yeah, it's that's, just, that's stupid. Yeah. And. I also shut off Cowboys and Aliens, which is the old... This movie's probably like 10 years old at this point. The John Favreau-directed Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford movie. I popped this on thinking, like, this can't be as bad as I remember it. And it is. Mm. Possibly worse. Oh, worse. And I just thought it was, like, almost impressive how boring they managed to make, like, a big sci-fi western blockbuster. It's just like a terribly lifeless movie. Did that just pop up on Netflix? It popped up on something. HBO, maybe? I think Amazon. I saw it and was just like, let's give it a go. I saw it too, and I thought, like, do I need this after all these years? It's like unbelievable. The answer is still no, folks. Like, how is this not fun? It's a Western, then you throw aliens in? This should be, like, at least watchable. It's fucking awful. But those are my shuts. Oh, I have a big list here. (laughs) I know, you... I believe you said you had ten shuts? Mm, ten indeed. Where's my note file? Here it is. I shut off Knives Out, which you enjoyed. I didn't. Yes, I prophesized you hating it. You knew, yeah. He knew. Posada knew. I shut off The Banker, the Apple TV Plus <laughs> show with Anthony Mackie and Samuel L. But why did you shut it off? This is the first real movie I've made in years. That is enough. <laughs> I yes. shut off Dark Phoenix, the X-Men movie with... Um, Very shuttable. Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Friend of the show. I shut off Stay, starring Ryan Gosling, Naomi Watts, and Ewan McGregor. That's a very shuttable movie. Terrible trio. I shut off Heartburn with Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson. As I said, I shut off The Tiger King. I've never even heard of that movie. Jack Nicholson and Meryl Streep. Bad duo. Yeah, they seem like too much. They're both like... Yeah. yeah. They don't defer to one another either. It's kind of just overact, 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 overact until you shut it off. I love when you find out about a movie like that. It's like if this was any good at all, like everyone would be talking about this forever. Like them together in a movie. Sounds like a no-brainer. But go on, sorry. Um, the Tiger King, as I mentioned. The Platform, some new Spanish movie oh, on Netflix. I heard that was good. I have that in my queue. Maybe I'll try it again. I don't know. I hated okay. it. Okay. Tom Segura's new stand-up special, The uh, Ball Hog. I watched it. It was fine. Um, I had a couple laughs. I shut off the first episode of Westworld Season 2 because somehow I made it through most of Season 1 and Lucy and I were going to try to get back in, but the show sucks. Honestly, it's over. if you're going to do that, try with Season 3. That one at least had Won't some... Won't we be like, lost? They'll have a good recap. And also, you didn't miss much. People are robots. Some people aren't robots. That's literally the whole show. You can mm. hop into Season 3. And then I shut off Hollow Point with Patrick Wilson and uh, that guy from Deadwood. The, oh, the Ian McShane? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jonathan. Hello, Jonathan. I eked my way into the Wick franchise. That uh, That's fun. Those all seem shuttable. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do we want to take a break and watch the new Vin Diesel vehicle, Bloodshot? Uh, yes, I do. I think it's time. And we'll be right back, folks. Boom. Hang in there. Wow, did we just watch Bloodshot, <laughs> a.k.a. <sighs> Dudshot. Yeah, wow, that stunk. Whew. We just watched the new Vin Ask Diesel. Any, race, any real race. <laughs> there he is. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Vin, thanks for popping by. Love your work. 
This is the movie, it wasn't movie theaters, but then all theaters closed, so they popped this puppy right on demand. Ank bought it. You mm-hmm. have now this to own forever. You feel do. good about that? I think I'm going to return it to iTunes <laughs> and get myself a good old refund. It actually made more sense watching this on TV. Like, we could laugh at it freely. I would have felt silly seeing this in a movie theater. I remember us having the discussion of, like, are we going to do it? Are we going to see Bloodshot? Me being like, yes. (laughs) It's a yes. I broke this down for Scott a minute ago, but let's Mm. do the math or whatever. Let's break down the logic of the fact that Ozark Season 3 is out. Mm -hmm. We're both huge fans, and we happen to be on the same episode. Mm -hmm. So we could easily have just watched two hours of of Ozark instead. Mm. But we paid $20 for a Vin Diesel movie that we knew we would hate and want to shut off. Correct. To watch in its entirety, mm. even though we both hated it, yep. to make fun of it on our podcast, and now we have two less hours of our life permanently, <laughs> and two hours of Ozark that we could have enjoyed together, despite the quarantining and like how bored we've been. Yep. You know, It all went exactly God according have, to plan. Thank God I have Lucy <laughs> in my life. I don't know how people are doing it right now without, with their, when they're just, if they're just sitting at home. Mm. I, you know, ugh, I I don't know. It's I see, I see. <sighs> I don't, it's just like bloodshot. Bloodshot. Like, you know, every hour that we get to spend together is precious. I think we should we should remind ourselves oh, of that. That's charming. Not wasted on horrible horrible movies like Bloodshot. <laughs> Seriously, even when this movie comes on demand, mm. skip right over it. Yes, but yeah, like. I'm a big Vin supporter. I think we both are. He's family. Yeah. And I support him even though he's not a very good actor. One might even say he's a bad actor. And he's exactly the same in everything. But there's something oddly compelling about him. Mm. Everything he does like makes me laugh. While watching this, we noticed he can't even like stand convincingly. Yeah, his posture acting is bad. He <laughs> like, just stands there like a guy who doesn't know how to stand and has never stood before. His his like his posture is inauthentic. Hmm. You and, accused him of maybe juicing himself for this uh, movie. He might be on something. He looks bigger than ever. You think he's on Nos? I think he injected Nas directly <laughs> into his bloodstream. I knew it. And his body is just roaring through life. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. But yeah, this movie, it's very stupid. Vin gets killed, then wakes up with no memory of his former life, and he's like a superhero who has nanobots in his blood. And it's basically like a even sillier, more high-tech version of RoboCop, but with Vin Diesel. All souped up with microprocesses, <coughs> which they say several times in uh, departed like fashion. But yeah, he's brought back to life and immediately has a wife beater on. Like when he's created in a lab, implying that like a wife beater is part of his cool, biological right? makeup, perhaps. I thought that was a fun little wrinkle. There's uh, a scene where he's betting a babe, just like there is in all his movies. I feel like he demands that. Of his movies, like there's got to be a scene where like I wake up and some ten is all over me and it's like cool. And Wait, stuff. did he have sex with that girl? I wasn't paying attention. Yes, he did. We have got guns here. I mean, Vin loves a vanity project. He always he does, has to look yeah. like a cool guy who's like traveling the globe and betting every Ugh. babe who even sees him. Yeah, and th- a couple of things that I in this movie that are tropes that I want to add to the obits since we didn't Ooh. do an obit. Talking heads on the soundtrack in mm. any movie, any show, any soundtrack, score. I just, it's overdone, especially mm. Psycho Killer, the song they used in this. It was notably in, uh, the only thing I can think of in, off the top of my head is um, Mindhunter. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's applicable that. in either situation, but I just, <laughs> stupid. And that's gone. And also the home invasion trope. Mm. Where, you know, you're a cool, tough guy and these, you know, an army of dickheads bursts into your home and you have to fight them off. And yeah. it's just stupid. That's and in a lot of stuff. Everything breaks. And it's like, dude, you're destroying your whole house. Do you plan on never going back there again? <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. You can act like a man! Also, I noticed this movie has a chase scene involving motorcycles and, like, drones. 
with Ugh, drones like, like a shitty Gemini man yeah exactly and it's also in Venom that's the new hacky thing like a, a motorcycle chase and drones are like involved that's a no bit yeah get that out of here too agreed but yeah, you got Guy Pierce is the bad guy in this movie. He's basically playing his character from Iron Man 3. Should have been Guy Fieri. <laughs> yes, I agree. Aza Gonzalez is like the cool babe in this movie. She's wearing a sports bra the whole movie for no reason. Necessary. Just because she's a babe. Mm, very necessary. And yeah, this movie, it even like... I was enjoying it, like, oh, look at how stupid it is. And Vin, like... He's getting shot in the face, and then his face like reconstructs itself in slow mo with the dope nanobots. But even that gets old after a while. The uh, this is such a movie, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I like to watch a movie that doesn't feel like a movie, unless it's like old classic Hollywood or something. But yeah. this movie had pretty much all the the trimmings of just a recycled piece of crap. Yeah. Like but if like that late title sequence that should be reserved for good movies. Yeah. It just stunk. Like if any moment of this movie surprises you in any way, you've probably never seen a movie before. Right. It just like is exactly what you'd imagine. I feel like they teased a sequel at the end too, which is even more upsetting because that's did. a that's a thing that all movies do now because everything's a sequel. Yeah, they're like, just in case people decide to see this, uh, we could make another. I mean, uh, we're, we're uh, available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, the big finish of this movie was laughable. It's just like two CGI characters, one Vin just swirling around in CGI soup. It was nonsense. Yeah, the CGI wasn't very good. And another obit, in movies towards the end when they're like, this guy just won't die. That's an obit. They Did say, they that, say in, that too? Yes, verbatim. I missed so much. <laughs> he was a little checked out. Can't blame him. Yeah, I hated it. It was bad. One out of ten. <laughs> I mean, I'd give it like two out of ten if it didn't starve in Diesel, but it does, so it's like a five out of ten. Oh, a five out of ten. It's a five. Maybe a six. Your favorite movie of all time being a ten. This is 50% as good as that. Correct. Okay. <laughs> but uh, we also watched The Way Back. Which was good. Yes. Here we are. Is, we can be a little positive here. This is another movie that was in theaters and then was mm. stripped of that right. This is uh, the Ben Affleck alcoholic basketball coach movie. And, you know, this is like a movie you've seen before. He's... You know, a former basketball player who's a washed-up alcoholic underdog who gets offered a chance to coach a high school basketball team. He reluctantly accepts because he has a heart of gold, and we're off. It's like the Mighty Ducks, basically. But you got Affleck in there to, to class up the proceedings mm. with yeah. his chops. I really like Down on His Luck Ben Affleck. I think he has a lot of range in that kind of character. I think and this is the best he's been in a movie in years. Oh, yeah. Legitimately. He was really fucking good. Yeah. And, you know, the movie itself, he's it's a one-man show. He's kind of carrying everybody, which is fine. But, I, you know, had they peppered in any supporting actors, mm. this movie would have had legs. Like, I'm thinking award season. But now it's like, there's some sort of weird axe to grind with Ben Affleck on screen. People seem to eat his directing up, but once he's in front of the camera, mm. everyone just thinks he's a douchebag. And I, I don't know. We look at him from rose-colored glasses because we love him, but... Yeah, like, he doesn't always pick the right movies, but I mm. mean, Gone Girl was good. He was great in that. And then, I don't like, think he's bad in much. He I wasted think... a lot of time playing <laughs> Batman, and just like lately, late Affleck-wise, I'm trying to think what he's even been in. But yeah, this whole movie, it is like a one-man show, as you're saying. He's drinking beers in the shower. He's drunk dialing his ex-wife. He's like, it's all here. He's doing like Nicolas Cage level, like Nicolas Cage in Leaving Las Vegas level glugging of booze. There's a fun montage where uh, like they show him opening his fridge and he has like a a fleet of beers, like easily 30. And then like over the course of a montage, he's like slowly but surely drinks all of them. And then the final shot, he opens the fridge and they're all gone after like a night. And you're just like, oh my God. It was was a really well done. I was always impressed in rehab with the beer drinking alcoholics because it's just the sheer volume. Yeah, like that can't feel good. How do you even do that? Yeah, like you probably feel good because you're drunk, but it's like, 
your stomach. You're just so filled with yeah. suds. I don't get it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, then he's coaching the basketball team. Good group of uh, scrappy underdog kids mm. on the team. When you're watching a sports movie, you want it to be filled with underdogs, obviously. And uh, I got to give it some credit because basketball, in addition to being a boring real-life sport, is kind of a boring <laughs> movie sport. Like I think it's easier to make football exciting in a movie or even hockey. I don't know. Basketball is just like, yep, this side to that side. There's not a lot to it. It's not very cinematic, but I don't know. They made it kind it of exciting. Be cinematic. <laughs> um, what else? Do you think that he was drunk while shooting this movie? I don't know, because he's one of those in and out sober guys that you don't really know. And exactly, I couldn't tell because he's a complete pro. He's real and, good. Yeah, and him spending sixty-seven eighty-five on booze immediately, <laughs> like as the opening credits hit. <laughs> And then just losing like, his mind. I loved him mixing it up with the team. Like he's such a good comeback guy, yeah. in every sense of the word. Like, like just you know, you really just root for him mm. throughout. And I know we're biased. We do love Affleck. He's but great. It the made, score was really good. It, it, I wrote down that it made me more invested in the character. I noticed the score. It had a very like explosions in the sky, Friday Night Lights kind of vibe. Mm. They were going for that like musically, which I enjoyed. Yeah. And I was wondering, do you think it's like triggering to act drunk when you're sober? Like, let's mm. pretend like he was sober while shooting this, mm -hmm. and he has to pretend to be drunk. I don't know. I'd love to interview Affleck. I don't know. It. I I I've never tried. <laughs> I've never pretended to be drunk before. Yeah, you know what I'm saying person. though? I do, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like not sure. Affleck, let's let's have him on the show. I don't see why he hasn't done the show already. We've reached out a few times. He's like, Oh, you know, guys, I'm <laughs> I got a lot going on. Playing and, it cool. Which is fine. But yeah, like, you know, him as the coach, he actually had some good speeches. He uh he was inspiring me mm. in a few moments. Some good heart to hearts, the whole deal. And uh, did you notice that the guy from The Wedding Singer was the coach of the other team? That's who that fucking guy is, yeah. Wasn't he in Nacho Libre as well? I want to say yes, but I can't I gotta look it up. confirm and deny Can that. Can I say yes? <laughs> I was laughing just like, that's perfect casting as like the hateable other coach. Like he was barely in. Oh, the, movie. the dickhead guy. Yeah. I was thinking of that other, other guy. Um, that guy is in. A lot of stuff. He's the guy yeah. from Wedding Singer. Yeah, like, yeah. I got punched in the face Goulia. for sticking my nose in other people's business. Like that. I'm cut. thinking of Al Madrigal. Oh yeah, he was good too. He's the, who I thought was in Nacho Libre, but he's not. He played Ben Affleck's like assistant coach. He's a stand-up guy. He was good. Yeah, he's funny. Al Madrigal. Um, and then I need to know that other guy's name. But yeah, this was just like a, a simple story, well told. I mean, you could probably imagine everything that happens in it just hearing the premise, but... Yeah, it's not no surprises, really, but it's just really good. It's, you, wanna, you want him to be okay. Yeah. And you don't really get a ton of that. <laughs> it's kind of like, is he all right? Kind of made me want to develop a drinking problem and coach some sort of team. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I support it. Get in there. Yeah. And I was laughing. There's so many shots of Ben Affleck just, like, looking into the distance poignantly <clears throat> and drunkly. He's just, like, sitting on the edge of a a match, just, like, looking off, thinking, like, yeah, damn, I'm drunk. And, yeah, it avoids some of the cliches of this genre, but also falls into a couple of them. They can't help it. What can you do? Impossible not to, a drunk coach movie. Yeah, you know, it's... Like they're going to tread some water that's right been, two, that's two tropes right there just like do big big landmines to dodge like am i going to be nick nolte in blue chips or am i going to be um what's his face in the bad news bears i can't Billy remember the, i can't remember well the original one i can't uh Matthau, i think yeah walter Matthau. yeah but yeah just very casual realistic ish kind of movie right. i really enjoyed it thought it flew by nice breezy watch mm. My Letterboxd review that people seem to enjoy was, this movie is Manchester by the Sea for Dummies. 
That's funny. <laughs> I thought you were just going to not say anything. No, I liked it. He's I was in. just thinking about it. It's clever. I was trying to think of it something else clever to it, say, but it's good. It doesn't fully apply, like, plot-wise, but I think it's enough. And it's Casey Affleck to Ben. The fans loved it. See, that, see I missed that connection. He's in. Fans, follow me on Letterboxd if you're uh, enough of a herb to God, use. that's a bad plug. What? <laughs> it's a fun movie app. It's I'm fun. in on it. I'm in on it. What else you got? It's a bad plug. <laughs> and also, the movie ended on a freeze frame finish, which more movies should do. It's very 90s. You know what I mean? When it's just like, you know, it's just a moving shot and then they're just like, like it's like a picture. Yeah, they should they do that in pretty much everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's a cool thing. I like seeing it. Freeze frame finish. There he is. <laughs> Cut. I had I couldn't let you say freeze frame and not play a little of it. I love it. So Ben, until you uh, appear on the pod, we love the way back. Make more movies like this that are good. And we also watched a movie called The Occupant on Netflix. I think this was a Netflix original. It was, yeah. It's a Spanish movie, so the Hola. note that I had for Scotty Boy and Ain't for it. all of you is Lucy and I tried to watch it dubbed, and I don't know if you've ever watched a dubbed foreign language film, but it sucks. So just watch it in the language that it's supposed to be in. Like, don't be a dick. Uh, there's always I'm not a big subtitles guy either. I joke about it all the time, but it does. It really does help you get more invested in a movie. So this yep. is think of this as like a. I can't even draw a comparison, even though it's sort of a familiar plot. Yeah. But if the movie's good at all, a dub is so distracting. And agreed. Like, they do their best, but it's just not right. And if the movie's good at all, just watch it with subtitles. As you said, you'll pay attention better, mm-hmm. the whole deal. But yeah, I never would have even pressed play on this movie if you didn't recommend it. It's got kind of like a boring title, The Occupant. It's like, what is this? I bought into it from a Netflix email. And mm-hmm. I liked the way the title screen looked, or whatever, the poster. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to see what this is all about. And I popped it on, and we didn't have anything else to watch. And at first, I was I was hooked pretty quickly, yeah. actually. It, it gets you, and you, you get there. And it's, there's some good twists, and it's just interesting. It reminded me a lot of Parasite. In Very look similar look, yeah. And tone, not to give it away, but like story-wise, it's kind of got a similar kind of... yeah. It's uh, I love a good movie about a like a scrappy, likable lead character. Nice anti-hero. Yeah, who's just trying to figure his mm-hmm. way out of a mess. Like, Who did you find yourself rooting for? The main guy. Yeah. You wanted him to get get. I'm not going to give too much away, but you wanted yeah. him to win, right? Yeah, he's he's the guy. Yeah. He's the the proxy. See, Lucy was disagreeing with me. She was saying that like because he's not a good like in any case, it's mm-hmm. not a good person. You root against them, and I'm like, well, that's like a very intelligent way to look at it but i just root for the first person that i meet (laughs) i I like that that's when you're watching something interesting is when you're going back and forth like in parasite when you're watching that movie you're like oh these are the the heroes who do i root for then they do stuff it's cool that way oh no they're the i don't like them anymore oh yeah but yeah this i love watching a foreign movie that's all unknowns because Mm. you can really buy someone as a character when you've never seen them act in something before Like, like, did you look at this guy's IMDb? His name is the same as the characters in real life, and now I'm forgetting it. Ooh. But he's in a lot of movies, that like probably, Spanish movies. That probably helped him get more in character. Probably. Like just, uh, yeah. It's good, though. Yeah. Highly recommend. Fans are probably wondering, did Scotty think the movie had a good look? I did. We didn't really it describe, like, the plot of it is a guy and his wife are down on their luck and he loses Mm. his job and they have to move out of this awesome apartment and they get a crappy apartment and he's for some reason continuously going back to check out the old apartment and he's fixated on it he doesn't want to let it go and he finds himself you know enmeshed in the lives of the people in that have moved in yeah like he still has a key and he goes there when the family's not home and just like snoops around it's it's interesting the occupant and then a bunch of other stuff happens and in the in the settings of if you have apple tv it's real simple you just swipe down like you're going to turn the subtitles on or off and you switch to spanish and then spanish and then go over to subtitles and switch to english closed captions yeah 
Because when you just press play, it'll start you with the dubbed version. Yes. They'll give you that as like the base one, which Don't is give up a on mistake. The, on that, yeah, just switch to Spanish and then read it. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, The Occupant on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Recommend it. I actually haven't finished it. I have like half an hour left. I'm going to watch it later. Don't tell the fans that. Fuck, I told them. He's too honest, folks. Just <laughs> say you loved it. Scotty's actually also hedging his bets in case the end sucks and he doesn't like because he doesn't Ooh. want people to think he has bad taste. That's true. It's not an honesty thing. He's don't don't let it don't leave Don't myself, go thinking he's such a good guy. I'm leaving myself an out. He's giving himself some wiggle room in case he doesn't trust my wreck. Yes. Um. Is that all we watched? Yeah. Pretty the, much, uh, right? All, anything that's worth talking about, at least. I got a couple quickies, just recommendation-wise. Mm. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Which Ugh, I, Jesus Christ. Ank loves when I talk about this movie. It's his favorite thing. But I saw it in the theater months ago. It's now on Hulu. Give it a watch. If you're looking for something... Uh, Hulu account deactivated. <laughs> a nice, classy, forbidden lesbian romance period piece. It's the best. And also Bliss on Shudder. Which is kind of like a fucked up horror movie version of Limitless. Ooh. Didn't have the best storyline or acting, but... Would I like it? It got by on style for me. I think you might like it. Mm. That was the movie I sent you, that like crazy Oh, I watched scene. that with that girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did see this. You watched the whole movie? I did, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I watched this. I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> He's in. <laughs> I forgot that the... <laughs> I'm looking at it right here on my Apple TV thing. It's Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it had some like a little shitty creative little camera low, work. Bu- very low budget, but like if you're a movie fan, you can get into it. It's exactly, cool. it's cool. And it, if you're prone to like seizure type stuff, maybe don't watch this because this movie had a lot of strobe light stuff, which it was even bothering me at a point. Mm. But what can you do, Scotty? Epileptic. Yes. <laughs> Did you notice that? Nah, that stuff doesn't bother me. It had a few. It's like, are you trying to like <laughs> like b- bother my? You know vision? me with my lights. I like the weird lights. That doesn't bother me at all. He likes lights. I do. Flashing lights. Is that all we have? That's all I got. Is that a show? Uh, We do have one more thing to watch, though. Wow. Only for a little bit, though. (laughs) Yes, please. Just a couple seconds will do. 90? Get it added. (laughs) Now, don't be selling any of these microprocessors to Vin Diesel. I don't want him to survive with nanobots. Look how soaked Baldwin is here. Please tell me that those Chinaman's cars aren't acting! (laughs) (laughs) What a dumb line. This is the greatest movie ever made. Didn't figure we had a Navy. I wish I was in Bloodshot. Did you put a camera in the back? What back? Ooh, everybody's favorite line coming up. It almost sounded like he was going to say, stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. <laughs> Baldwin is good in this. How you doing? I'm on Wall Street. Smoke him out. They knew everything, all right? There was a leak from the inside. It's real, man. Smoke him out. Yeah, how do we do that, Mr. Fucking Genius, who didn't even graduate okay. from the academy? Do you follow me on TikTok, but don't you? I that you have a sealed wiretap warrant for Costello's apartment. Don't tell anyone in our division, but tell SIU. Flush it down the... Oh, fuck. I know. You're gonna... You're gonna cut off my man Leo mid... I don't have a choice. It's the segment. It's wow. 90 seconds. It's all we got. All right. He's a stickler, folks. Wow. What else you got? Folks. What's your plugs? Remember to follow us, rate and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever else you get your podcasts, if you find ours on there. Send us an email, enoughthepodcast at gmail.com, enoughthepodcast on Instagram, podcast enough on Twitter. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at skitseason. Good plug. My main plug is my fitness Instagram Ankfit, A-N-K underscore F-I-T. Basically, I've been doing live workouts at around 10.45 in the morning every day, Mm. and they're free, and I'd love for you to join me and work out. That's A-N-K underscore F-I-T. If you haven't tried it yet, 
we have some fun. We cut it up. I play stupid music, and it's a good time. And you can, if you if you come to the party late and you want to do the, you can do the workout off of a story too. You don't have to follow along live. Yeah, it's fun, folks. I'll be there. And you can mute me and play your own music and just watch what I'm doing. You don't need to listen to it. I mean, you play good cuts. What were you playing today that was making me laugh? I turned it on and you were playing some like. I don't know. I won't remember. Something silly, yeah. yeah. It's, I try to be silly. I got shut down again by Instagram. They don't like when you do the copyright music, so I'm going to have to just switch to techno with no words. What, you can't play music no. in the background? They shut you down. Instagram's really strict about that stuff because Facebook owns them. SoundCloud, like where we broadcast this, doesn't give a fuck. Um, anything attached to Facebook is super copyright heavy. Yeah. It's an advertisement. Like Come if on. they knew we were using Kid Rock right now, the whole show would be canceled. And then we'd have to go to Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonkin' steakhouse to uh, wait out this virus. Only <laughs> game left in town. Well, I've had uh, pretty much said everything that I need to say, so I'm just going to tell everybody to have a goo. Hmm. Folks, that's enough. Bye!